0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Rebecca F., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Monday, December 1st, 2014. Today we are reading from the big book, and we are in Chapter 2. There is a solution on page 17, the first paragraph beginning with We of Alcoholics Anonymous. Today's readers are, reading the OA12 Steps is Chrissy M., reading the OA12 Traditions is Anne-Marie M., and reading the literature are Susie K., Sharon R.S., and Carmela G. The share ID for Sunday, November 30th, is 7073. OA Preamble. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose... of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Chrissy M. to read the OA 12 steps. Had Chrissy M. recovered compulsive overeater and
1: anorexic from New Jersey, 12 steps. One, we admitted we are powerless, that over- uh-huh. our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Uh-huh. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood Him. 4. Made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. 5. Admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our own. 6. were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. 7. Humbly asked Him to remove our shortcomings. 8. Made a list of all persons we had harmed Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to alcoholics and to practice these
0: principles in all our affairs. Thank you, Chrissy M. I will now ask Anne-Marie M. to read the OA-12 Traditions. Good morning, everyone. Uh, This is Anne-Marie M. in South Carolina, the 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. 6. An OA group ought never endorse, finance, lend, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. 7. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contribution. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create eight service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous have no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. Twelve, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before our personalities. Thank you. Thank you, Anne-Marie M. How our meeting works. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Today, we resume our study of the Big Book in Chapter 2. There is a solution on page 17, the first paragraph, beginning with We of Alcoholics Anonymous. Will Susie Kay please get us started by reading that one paragraph? Good morning, Rebecca. Susie Kay here, Recovered Compulsive Reader in Maine. Chapter two, there is a solution. We have Alcoholics Anonymous, you know thousands of men and women who were once just as hopeless as Bill. Nearly all have recovered. They have solved the drink problem. So um I, this is uh, I think what this, this paragraph underscores is that this is a program that we do together. Um, I can't do this program alone.
2: Um,
0: I need guidance from others. I need to guide others um, in order for this to work, in order to recover. Um, and it's a hopeful paragraph because um, the authors are saying, or the um, yeah, the authors are saying that um, many people have recovered from this hopeless um, problem of overeating and compulsive overeating. Um, and the, um, you know, that we just we need to do this together. And the irony of that, it sounds so simple, is that when I was binging and compulsive overeating, um, and when I have, um, you know, it just feels like I have no one. I have nothing. Um, I'm not joined together with other people in a common problem. I, um, I just feel really alone, obsessed with my thoughts of where am I going to get my next fix? Um, where am I going to, what, what bakery am I going to go to next? What am I going to stop and get at the grocery store on the way home? What flavor ice cream? Um it's just all about me. And um, um, the answer is so simple. It is about joining with others who share your problem, who share my problem with compulsive overeating, learning from them, letting them guide me when when I've gone through the steps, then immediately jumping into action and helping others. It's just a program of doing things together. We do them together and um, it doesn't always seem so easy a solution when I'm in the eating, when I'm in the food. And so if there's anyone out there this morning listening who feels alone, who feels demoralized, who feels like they want to give up or, um, they, you know, that they just can't do this, um, I hope that you will take hope in the fact that we are here um um, we're here on this call on other phone meetings in local meetings um that we can um we can do this together, so with that, I'll pass thank you. Thank you, Susie Kay. Who would like to share on this paragraph?
3: Laura, Patty, Larry.
0: I heard Laura, Patty, and Larry. Barbara Dernie. I heard Vasa, and what was the name after Vasa? Sharon H. Oh, Sharon H. Okay, Laura, go right ahead.
4: Thanks so much, Rebecca. Good morning, everyone. This is Laura W., Recovered Compulsive Eater and Anorexic in South Jersey. I'll be brief. Um, Gosh, the the chapter's title says so much to me. There is a solution. The solution I know today is going back and finding my higher power. It's finding God for me. You know, they use the word recovered three times in this chapter alone. It says, nearly all have recovered. Gosh, what hope that is. Recovered. It doesn't say nearly all have stayed sober. It doesn't say nearly all have stayed abstinent. I've stayed abstinent and sober a million times. Recovered, living a life without the obsession of the mind battling in my head every day. They have solved the drink problem. And, um, you know, that's what these... It's like two sentences here. It's two sentences, but they're so powerful. so powerful. To me, the purpose for me is to establish a relationship with God. That's what, this, that's what these two sentences say to me. There's hope. There's hope. If, if you've picked up yesterday, if you've picked up this morning, there is hope. And, and there is a solution to the, to the problem. There's a solution to the problem of life. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Laura. Patty? Hello? Hi. Hi. This is Patty, recovered compulsive overeater from California. And um, I love this this whole uh, paragraph. You know, we of Alcoholics Anonymous. So it's not just one person; it's many people, and now it's millions of people. Uh, you know, it's just so many people have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. And, you know, the hopeless state is the uh, compulsion to eat no matter what. You know, we just would eat at the drop of a hat. You know, anything would get me eating. And then once I ate, I could not stop. And I could never stay stopped, even if I stopped for a while. Um, this this just gives me so much hope. We all have recovered. I mean, that, that right there, I think... You know, if we truly follow this path, I believe all can recover. You know, if we truly, truly follow, if we can be honest, if we can do the steps honestly and trust in God and clean house and just do as this book says exactly, precisely, um, vigorously, you know, we can recover. And I just, I know for myself, I was a hopeless food addict. And today, I I am recovered, and it's just a miracle. I just can't believe it. And um, whenever I have a problem today, I'm I'm recovered from that too. Because what I do today is I turn to God, I do the steps around it, and then I work with another. And and lately I've been going through some problems, and I just keep working with others. And as Bill said, you know, it really saves the day. Working with another really saves the day. So this is just a beautiful, beautiful book, and I'm so grateful for this program. Thank you so much for letting me share. iPad. Thank you, Patty. I'm going to remind people that it's helpful to the listeners if we introduce ourselves by including the first initial of our last name. Larry, go right ahead.
3: Good morning, morning. Uh, Larry Kay, recovered compulsive overeater from Chicago. Um, We have Alcoholics Anonymous, there are thousands of men and women who were once just as hopeless as Bill. Nearly all have recovered. Um, You know, when I when I when I got here, I was as hopeless as Bill. You know, there there was no way out for me. You know, um, this was like absolutely bewildering, uh, a mystifying problem. And I was completely puzzled. You know, I I I just was. Uh, it, it seemed utterly hopeless to me. And I, I continued to try to exert my will to such an extent that I felt that it was it was impossible to find a way out. And what's so beautiful, you know, with this chapter, that there is a solution that that provided the hope. And as others have mentioned, you know, it's it's hope that brought me here. If I felt that you know it was impossible. To recover, I don't know that I would have hung around, but I saw recovery in other people. I saw other people had solved the drink problem, and I thought, you know, that was just a just a tiny little glimmer of hope for me, just enough to stick around. And you know, um, I didn't understand early on. You you know, there's no way to understand completely how this works from day one. You know, that was impossible for me to do. I had to. It was an ego deflation process and that probably started early on for me, although it didn't I was uh I was, you know, a little thick headed, you know. I, I, I still wanted to exert my will, still wanted to exert my will, still wanted to try it Larry's way. And uh, but thank God that, you know, that this program of action program of action transformed me. You know, it took me from this angry, anxious, self centered person, always looking out for myself to this person, and of course I binged, of course I needed food and other things, those were just symptomatic of my, of my soul sickness, and that this program solved my problem, it solved my life problem, it solved the, the, the food problem, and I was, I was brought from the scrap heap to a life that I, that I can't even imagine, that I, I don't think I deserve. But it's a it's a it's a it's a tremendous tremendous thing that if once we take action, once we see this practical program of action through, we can have the same thing. And then you know what's so great to me is you know when we when we look when we've completed this program of action, you know and on page you know we see these promises, you know uh, and it says and we have ceased fighting anything or anyone even alcohol. That's amazing to me that I can get up this morning that food is not I'm not I haven't woken up from a food fog. I haven't, you know, not starting Monday morning. Uh you know, oh my gosh, what did I do all weekend? No, no. Life is beautiful today. So grateful. Thank God for Alcoholics Anonymous. And with that I'll pass. Thank
0: you, Larry K. Vasa?
5: Yes, good morning all. I'm Vasa recovered. Vasa, oh, recover compulsive ovita calling from Florida. And I just loved it. It's only a few sentences, but it made it gave me so much hope. We of Alcoholics Anonymous know thousands of men and women who were, who were once just as hopeless as Bill. Nearly all have recovered. They have solved their drinking problem. What a promise! I remember when I came to Overeaters Anonymous and I started with the Big Book, and finally I said. There is a solution. I've been trying to beat this food addiction, I was like Bill. I tried to beat this food addiction for 25 years of my life and I could not do it anymore and everything I tried, I just that said there's no more. I gave in to the food. I said there's nothing more to do. I'm just giving into the food. I felt so hopeless and so powerless. And thank you God that he brought me in the program. And this, I jumped into the solution, you know. I jumped into the 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 solution, you know, the directions, the way it's laid out in the big book. I, you know, again, I uh, the solution for me is God. I needed to surrender to God, and I needed to surrender to the program and the 12 steps and the 12 traditions, and uh, and just immerse myself. And when I wanted to read, I would just go to a meeting. Number one was prayer for me. I, you know, I couldn't go to meetings every single day. Well, I did. You know, I could go there for about an hour, an hour and a half, and then I went and end up alone. Well, I needed to go to God when I didn't have meetings, when I couldn't make a phone call. I'm not saying those are bad things. I mean, I did all those things too, but my the solution is really running to God. You know, to keep me abstinent and to give me the strength and the courage to keep going. When I there were times when I felt like, oh, I can't do this, God. It's just too much work, you know. And God will give me a little bit more work, a little bit more action. Do it, Azza. You can do it. And the more I did it, the more strength I got, the more courage, the more wisdom. So uh, finally, there was a solution to my problem. It's right here in the steps. And in this big book, the solution is right here. If I just follow, the promises are right here. And I'm so grateful. This is this is my recovery. That's where I found my abstinence. This is where I found God. And uh, and I've been doing this for years. Thank you for letting me share. And I pass. I like
0: to share. Thank you, Vasa O. Who just asked like to,
6: to be able like to share, share. Your name. My name
7: is Nancy. And
6: this is Janice. Janice M. And Nancy, what's your last initial?
0: Okay, we'll get to you after. Right now it's Sharon H.'s turn, and then we'll have I, Nancy and Janice M. Oh. Lin-
1: I also Linda B. Rakesic.
0: I heard Linda B. Rekefit, and I think there was another person who didn't identify herself. Is that true? Okay, we have Sharon H., Nancy, Janice M., Linda B., and Rekefit. Go ahead, Sharon H. Thank you, Rebecca, and good morning to everyone out on the line. This is Sharon H., I am a recovered compulsive overeater in Colorado. And I just love hearing these two sentences read out loud over and over again. There is a solution. We of Alcoholics Anonymous know thousands of men and women who were once just as hopeless as Bill. Nearly all have recovered. They have solved the drink problem. And this has become a reality in my life. And that not because of anything that I have done at all, but by God's grace and believing that I had... Uh, a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, which I understood going through the first Roman numeral pages and then up to page 16, I was given this gift of uh, recovered one day at a time by being willing to begin this process just like it's laid out in this big book. And I am so grateful for that because I too was one that had struggled for years, could get abstinent but could not, day stopped, and today I am recovered by God's grace and mercy, and I continue to listen to this program every single day, continue to follow the directions on a daily basis, because I know today I do have a daily reprieve, and the obsession has been lifted, and by uh, working these steps, God is uh, working in my mind, working in that mind of mine that was so lost and so off base, and so full of false beliefs. So I am just so grateful to everyone out on this line. I am so grateful to all of those listening on the line. And I pray you keep coming back until these two
2: sentences
0: begin to live in your heart and your mind as the truth, as they have for me, by God's grace. With that, I pass. Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you, Sharon H. Nancy,
7: I didn't catch the first initial of your last name. Hi, this is Nancy Aron, the cover compulsive Um In the forward to the second edition, it states that of alcoholics who came to AA and really tried, 50% got sober at once and remained that way, 25% sobered up after some relapses, and among the remainder, those who stayed on with AA showed improvement. So initially, when I read uh, the sentence that says nearly all recovered, I focused on the fact that I had not and that I had really tried. I mean, God knows I had tried everything that I thought, everything, things that I had been told to do go to maintenance, do service, 90, 90 days, uh, different factions of OA. I had really tried so far. Uh, this sentence does not say that all have recovered. It says nearly all. So for a long time, I thought that perhaps I might be one of those that just got better because by God's grace I had periods of abstinence, significant weight loss, over 100 pounds, and able to keep it off because I came to O.A. but I had never truly experienced the miracle of recovery. I had never solved my eating problem uh, after Periods of abstinence, I never be able to pick up again. And today I'm just so grateful. I know I'm grateful to uh, say that I'm among the ranks of those who say I have recovered. I have, my drink problem has been solved. And it seems so simple today. Let's follow the direction, Nancy. You know, follow the direction of the big Book. Um, be directed by someone who's had the problem solved. And uh, this first paragraph has a different, it resonates with me so differently today. It is possible to recover. I know people. I hear people every day. And I see people who have recovered from their eating problems. Uh, my name is Nancy Harris. Thank you for letting me share.
0: Thank you, Nancy R. Janice M.
6: Yes, good morning to you, Rebecca and everyone. My name is Janice M. I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. There is a solution. There's an answer for all of us. There's a result. Boy, isn't that what I wanted for all these decades, is a result, is an answer to my problem. Well, what was my problem? What was their problem? What was Bill's problem? His problem when he, he was powerless. Wow. He was powerless and now he says that they have solved the powerless problem. That's 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 so much hope for anybody that reads it. We just got finished reading Bill's story, how his progression his progressive nature of his disease just you know, got worse and worse and then he had a transformation. So they're writing this, they're not solving the problem. It's been solved for one day. The powerless was the allergy of the body and the obsession of the mind. The real problem, the obsession of the mind. Well, that's going to be taken away. Can you imagine? For one day when we get recovered. This is what happened to Bill after he did the steps. He got recovered, which means it was taken away from him. He didn't do it. Neither can I. I could never do it. I tried and tried and tried. So he knows. It says we, we, of you know, the people in NAA at the time, 1939, they know, they know because they experienced it, just like we're experiencing results today. Was Bill hopeless? Yes. Was I hopeless? Yes. Did I did I have hope? Yes. And then I got recovered. And that's the thing. If they didn't have the problem anymore for one day, it was removed. That's what it means to me that all these people solved the problem. They didn't do it themselves, but they found a power to do it for them. And with that I pass. Thanks. Thank you, Janice M. Linda B.
8: Hi,
9: this is Linda Bay from New Jersey. Um, I just wanted to say that when I was taken through the big book, um, my sponsor, when we got to this uh, paragraph, pointed me to page 85. And um, it really helped me because here it told me that um, we feel as though we had been placed in a position of neutrality, safe and protected. We had not even sworn off. Instead, the problem had been removed, uh, and then uh, down further, uh, it says we are not cured of alcoholism. What we really have here is a, a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Every day is a day when we must carry the vision of God's will into all our activities, uh, and that was that was really that really helped me because um, you know when I first came in, I thought the solution is that I put down the food. So this really showed me that first and foremost, it was my um, spiritual program that I had to adhere to. And, um, you know, I have to live in 10, 11, and 12, uh, or like an athlete that has worked out and is in uh, physical condition, if they just drop off what they are doing, um, <clears throat> they will uh, turn flabby, and uh, you know all their results will just go away. And and that's the same thing with me on a spiritual level. If I don't continue to live in 10, 11, and twelve, I will not be fit. And uh, that spiritually, and that's the most important thing. And with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Linda B. Rakefet, and your last initial. Uh, Z, and in zebra, thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. This is our cat's Z in California, Recovered Compulsive Overeater. This paragraph is why I'm here today. I came into OA uh, over 15 years ago, and I struggled for 15 years. I never left. I kept coming back. I went to different derivatives of OA, but I relapsed those whole 15 years over and over and over again and kept coming back. And why would I keep coming back to a program that I just can't seem to get? And the the reason is because I see so many thousands and now millions that have recovered. I see that. They're tangible. I can see those people in my meetings. I can hear them on the phone. I can talk to them. I can listen. I can hear their their stories. And they were just as bad as me. People who were morbidly obese, whose, whose life was unmanageable totally, who hated themselves, were now better. They were better, better. And I believed in them. How can thousands if not millions of people lie about the transformation that they went through? How can people lie about connecting with God for the very first time? And building a relationship with God, it's only because I saw so many other people, and I still see so many people, and I hear them on the slide. I wish more people would share, and it gives me just so much hope. That thank God I kept coming back after 15 years. It was so hard gaining weight in the rooms, gaining at one time 80 pounds in the rooms while I was still coming to OA, and people still saw me, and people still heard me, but I knew that if they could do it, then somehow, maybe I had a chance to do it. Otherwise, this book is just another self-help book on the shelf, that there's nobody to back it up, if there's nobody I can talk to that has recovered. If I don't see any recovery, it isn't meaningless to me, but when what, what I see people that had trust and faith in this process, built a relationship with God because of working these steps, I thought, wow, that is what I really want, and that's what I kept coming after. Thank you so much for letting me share that pass. Thank you, D. This is Rebecca F. from Connecticut, and I'd like to take a turn before we move on to the next paragraph. I have written in my book, and I know it was someone in this room who um, pointed me in this direction to write this down, to see page 45 when reading this paragraph and so i turned to 45 and it says lack of power that was our dilemma we had to find a power by which we could live and it had to be a power greater than ourselves obviously i love that sentence but where and how were we to find this power Well, that's exactly what this book is about. Its main object is to enable you to find a power greater than yourself which will solve your problem. And um, in this first paragraph it says, they have solved the drink problem. So this book, the whole purpose of the book is to show us how to find a power greater than ourselves which will solve our, in our case, compulsive overeating problem. And that's exactly what this book has done for me and for thousands of other people and can do for you. What I learned is that what it takes is setting aside everything I thought I knew about eating, food, dieting, God, uh, having a higher power, or power. Charge. and you to set all those things aside too so that you can truly hear what the solution is in this book. And with that, I will pass, and now I'm going to ask, uh, let's see, Sharon R.S. to read the next paragraph, which be- begins with We Are Average Americans on page 17. Good morning, Rebecca, and good morning to all of those on the line. I'm Sharon, yes, and I'm very grateful to be here this morning. And thank you, Rebecca, for your share and your service. We are average Americans, all sections of this country and many of its occupations are represented as well as many political, economic, social, and religious backgrounds. We are people who normally would not mix, but there exists among us a fellowship, a friendliness, and an understanding which is indescribably wonderful. We are like the passengers of a great liner, the moment after rescue from shipwreck, when camaraderie, joyousness, and democracy pervade the vessel from steerage to captain's table. Unlike the feelings of the ship's passengers, however, our joy in escape from disaster does not subside as we go our individual ways. The feelings of having shared in a common peril is one element in the powerful cement which binds us, but that in itself would never have held us together as we are now joined. Uh, This is um, really uh, uh, beautiful, beautifully written, and uh, so uh, packed with uh, insight. Uh, First of all, we are average Americans, and uh, some of us feel like we're terminally unique. We feel that there's no one else like us. But what we find when we come to this book, when we come... Uh, Together is that we've all uh, we all share a common problem. No matter and and what's really uh, exciting is that when we come into the rooms, we felt alone. We felt like there was no one like us. No one did the things that we did with food. Uh, We were horrible, the worst, the absolute worst. and some of us actually feel that we are superior, and and uh, we eat because we, uh, no one can understand our greatness. But what we find is that we're not as great as we thought we were. We're not as low as we thought we are. We were. And uh, no matter no matter where you come from, we're all welcome in the rooms. No matter what your position in society, no matter your ethnicity, your religion, or lack of it. No matter, uh, you're all welcome here. No matter if you are uh, hugely overweight or underweight, whether you restrict or overeat, if you consider yourself a member of this group, you've done these things with food, you're welcome here. Uh, No one's too bad or too good to be in the room. But what we get when we come together, when we stick together, and it says that here, um, we... Uh, we're rescued, and then we, even when we go our separate ways, and we hang up the phone, we are still together. We are bound together in this program. We are never alone again. And what we, when we work these steps together, in camar- what we get is camaraderie, joyousness, democracy. That's what this. We we actually get a life when we didn't have a life before. And that's what I got when I came into the rooms. I'm really talking about myself. I was alone. I was. I felt destitute. I felt like I was. Uh, uh, I had nowhere to go. And when I came into the rooms, I felt welcome. I had. I gained a reason for living, and I had an opportunity. And everyone. Everyone has the same opportunity to this great new life. No matter how far down you have gone, you, are, you can have access to a brand new life, a wonderful life. And, and, but we only get this when we bring our full self to the table, our complete story, when we honestly share uh, and our, our powerful truth and this raw material is the cement that holds us all together. And with that, I pass.
10: Thank you, Sharon RS. Hi, this is Naomi. Could I share?
0: Naomi. Anyone else? Hey. Naomi shares?
1: Sarah W.
0: Sarah W. Okay, Naomi, Sally. right ahead. Leia. Someone Sally. before Leia?
11: That be Sally.
0: Sally, and then Leia. Okay, Naomi, go right ahead.
10: Thank you, Rebecca, for your service, and good morning, visionaries. This sentence really jumps out to me, but there exists amongst us a fellowship, a friendliness and an understanding, which is indescribably wonderful. I've never belonged to any kind of organization where at any moment, day or night, I could pick up the phone and call someone and say, you know, I'm having a rough day. Can you help me? And the love... And understanding and compassion is just so overwhelming to me. Before I came into OA and before I discovered vision, I was in a very dark spot, and I I, I just indulged in the food because I didn't know any better. And now that I have the knowledge of this big book, not as much as a lot of people on the line, but I'm learning, it's just such a wonderful thing that in this horrible disease, which... Thank you, God. I am recovered three and a half years. I have a fellowship. I have a group. I have a network around me that I can pick up the phone and say, "I need some help," and everyone is there and it's just it's just so amazing and i'm I'm so thankful and so grat- gratified I mean, I just came through my third Thanksgiving, just happy, joyous, and free, enjoying my family and not the food. And this is a real miracle in my life. And thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you, thank you for a vision for you. And with that, I pass.
0: Naomi, are you still on? Okay. I was going to try to get her initial of her last name. Uh, Sarah W., go right ahead.
1: Sorry,
10: it's
0: Naomi B. Okay, thanks, Naomi. Good morning, Ruth. Thank you.
12: Good morning, Sarah W.,
0: I think Naomi got on the line. She did. She gave the first initial of her last name as B as a oh. boy.
13: Okay, I missed that. Okay, this is Sarah W., Grateful, Recovered, Compulsive Overeater from Iowa. Uh, grateful to be here in my right mind today. Um, I wanted to um, to just share that, you know, what is it that binds us? You know, when I got on the line, I was a little late. I have been talking to... Um, a person that I'm working with, and um, there was 290 people on the line, and uh, we are people who wouldn't normally mix. I mean, we have such a huge amount of people from all different parts of the world, not just of the country, Uh, people that are, you uh, you know, different socioeconomic backgrounds, different educational backgrounds, different races, different religions, and here we are all together, and what does bind us You know, I I learned a long time ago it says it's weakness, not strength, that binds us. But, you know, at the same time, I think what binds us today right here in this meeting is the solution. Um, And I think that's the powerful cement that binds us. You know, we're all looking to find the answer to how to work through the problem, not only with the food addiction, but with our lives. You know, it says, you know, uh, I admitted that I was powerless over over food, but my life is unmanageable, you know. My life is unmanageable, and that's what the book teaches us, how to live a life that we have some some sense of purpose and that we have a, a, a beautiful way to live. And when it talks about the powerful cement on page 75, it talks about that. It says um, in the fifth step, have we skimped on the cement? Put into uh, into the foundation, which is really all about, you know, finding that second step. You know, the power greater than ourselves, Uh, and I think that that um, that's what keeps us um, sober. Uh, That's what keeps us connected. You know, even though we all have a little different way of looking at it, it is. You know, this is a spiritual program. This is a 12-step program, and it's a spiritual program. It's not a religious program. So I'm so grateful to be on this um, on this passenger ship with you all. I feel like, you know, uh, basically God is the life preserver. You know, that that our power greater than ourselves and the steps is what helps us us learn in life how to live life on life's terms and be happy, joyous, and free. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Sarah W.
11: Sally A. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning, Vision for You. It's Sally A., a recovered compulsive overeater, presently in New York. Uh, this is such—I love the big book. It just—I think it's just incredibly beautifully written. Uh, we see in that first sentence the word hopeless. We see in the second sentence recovered. They're constantly bookending us with the the problem, the solution, hopeless recovered and then coming down the page, I wanted to speak on the feeling of of having shared in a common peril. Uh, the book tells us that that our disease is no respecter of persons and um, and that it is the high, the low, the rich, the poor that that anyone anyone can get cancer, anyone can get a, this this compulsive overeating disease anyone. So the feeling of having shared in a common peril is one element in the powerful cement. So we see the, the peril, and then we see the powerful cement. And it's the solution that binds us. It's truly the solution. And the solution is, you know, as I live in Step 10, 11, and 12, I see more and more that Step 10 addresses the mental aspect of my disease the greater aspect of my disease and as I continue to live in step 11 I see that as it says on page 64 at the bottom of the page that step 11 continues daily to address the spiritual malady and then in step 12 as I continue to reach out to give away what has been so freely given to me I am continually addressing the physical aspect of my own disease, keeping my memory green of who I am and giving it away to others is part of the process of doing that. And when it says here the powerful cement which binds us, I just have to tell you, you know, my kids have really had it tough the last few days with me because of my program, because of things that I've been working very hard in my program the last few days. And my daughter had said to me at one point, I don't understand why you're giving so much time to these fake friends. She, you know, this was her perspective. These fake friends, and do they have any idea? No. They have no clue that you guys are my family. You are my closest, my heart. You hold my heart in your teeth. Truthfully, you do. My recovery has been in your hands before I knew that my recovery was in your hands. And I am so grateful for what you have given me today. Thanks for letting me share this
8: that i pass.
0: thank you sally a leah m
8: thanks so much rebecca for your service good morning everybody i'm leah m recovered compulsive overeater all sections of this country and many of its occupations are represented as well as many political economic social and religious backgrounds we are people who normally would not mix and what a beauty that is you know i've had Uh, the opportunity to live, uh, you know, in a few large cities. And, you know, when I sit in my OA rooms or, you know, visit the AA rooms, I really, uh, you know, get an opportunity to uh, live this paragraph in technicolor. You know, I I live uh, 11 miles outside of New York City and You know, some of the meetings that I'll attend, there's electricians, there's truck drivers, you know, there's a housewife and mother like me, there's doctors, nurses, there's the unemployed, Uh, you know, there are uh, people who, you know, just got up off the uh, park bench and there are people that reside on Park Avenue. <laughs> and, and that is such the beauty, you know, of AA and the beauty of OA and the beauty of all those of us that attend this meeting is, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous, we've had people who have lived in the White House. We've had people who have walked on the moon. We've had people, uh, you know, in the Football Hall of Fame, the Baseball Hall of Fame, uh, from Skid Row, You know, right to the White House, some of the wealthiest people on the planet when I go to my uh, noon meeting, some of the poorest people on the planet, and the beauty of this 12-step program is that you don't know who is who because we've all been leveled by this disease because we all got to the point where, uh, you know, life and, and the madness of our disease, at least that was my story, um, brought me to such a desperation and urgency uh that I had never known before. Um, you know, this 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 chapter opens up there is a solution, you know, the big book shouts the good news here that there is help, there is hope, there's a way out of, you know, uh of our of this mad realm of of addiction, of compulsive overeating, and the beauty of a line like this or the beauty of a meeting with uh, numerous recovered voices is that we're like beautiful pieces of a mosaic that, when put together, form a picture of hope that, This is possible that the same pages that were penned in 1939 uh, and allowed these men and women to walk the planet as free people for the first time uh, in their lives, uh, as the same directions that worked for me, a very very broken young woman in 1987, when someone sat across from me and cracked open this text and asked me, how free do you want to be? And it's the same directions that work today. And with that, I pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Leah. Well, we probably have time for one or maybe two more
12: shares if they're short.
0: Does anyone else want to share on this paragraph before we wrap up? Okay, well, um, I'll share again. This is Rebecca F., and um, did I hear someone who wanted to share?
2: Okay. Hi, this is Chris. I'm a recovering uh, anorexic.
0: Hi, Chris. I'm glad you spoke up because I was just um, going to fill in the time.
2: What's the first um, I, I hardly ever talk. Day? I listen every day, but I hardly ever talk. Um, What's the first, first
0: of your last name, Chris. Oh, W. I'm sorry. Go right again. Um,
2: I had a sponsor explain to me about that paragraph about from steerage to captain's table. They said that uh you know the Titanic had recently gone down when this book was written. And um they said that uh you know, if you were floating around in the water on a piece of wood, um or if someone else had a piece of wood that was holding them up out of the water and you wanted to grab onto that piece of wood with them to save yourself, would you really care which class of the boat they came from? And I really liked that. That really helped me cut through my uh, prejudice or snobbery or whatever when I came into this program. Well, I can't talk to them because they make more money than me or they're here or they're there. It doesn't matter. you know. The, like it's been said, the disease cuts through everything worldly. And we just need each other, and it doesn't matter where we came from. It just matters where we're going. We're all going there together. Uh, Thank you.
11: Thank
0: you, Chris. Again, I'm Rebecca, and I just want to uh, reiterate that there exists among us a fellowship, a friendliness, and an understanding which is indescribably wonderful. And I am so grateful to be a part of this fellowship and to have a host of friends grow up around me and uh, to feel listened to and understood and to be a listener and an understander to the best of my ability. And it is indescribably wonderful. Um, We actually have time for one more share if anyone else wants to speak up. It's time for page 164. Will Carmella please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
12: Hi, this is Carmella G. from New York. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. For us, abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit. And you will surely meet some of us on your trudge as you trudge your road to happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. Thank you.